You see, the way it works is the train moves, not the station. What's going on, my brothers and sisters, aunties and uncles, monks, Kabbalists, wizards, mystics, sons and daughters of God. Welcome to Mr. Woo Woo. Ah. What? Yes, welcome to another episode of the Mr. Woo Woo podcast. Hoping your life is mystical and you are creating it exactly, precisely the way you're dreaming it. If you're not, maybe you'll pick up a hint or a tip during this next uh, half hour or so to be able to bring you to that next level, to help your manifestation bloom. That's what we all want in life, right? Is what we want, not what we don't want. So let's focus on it. I wanted to thank you very much for listening. Thank you so much for all, like 16 of y'all that subscribed to this channel. Thank you so much. I love each and every one of you. I bless each and every one of you by the light of Shambhala and the Ascendant Masters. Thank you. I love you. Um, uh, thank you very much for listening, taking uh, a very important time out of your linear life to listen to these words. I love you too. You're doing awesome. Uh, got a nice show for you today here. Nice little quickie, nice little happy, happy, and then like off to the races, right? Um, thinking next week is going to be really fun because your man Woo Woo is going up to Mount Shasta to do some heavy spiritual work with his significant other up in one of the holiest of holies, holiest places, Mount Shasta, California. So excited for this full moon. So excited to get out of town. Though San Diego was getting awfully lovely now this time of year. Uh, I just love road trips. There's just so much that you can learn about yourself um, realize about your current situation, your current consciousness by going on a eight, nine hundred mile drive. I love driving. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's meditative and my wife never complains that that's my thing to do because she just likes to look at stuff. God bless her. Even though she, she, you know, she's polite. She's, I'll drive, babe, you know, but I'm just like, no, I got this. I love this. I love driving a beautiful car. So I thought this week, uh, well, next week, actually, you're going to be hearing an interview with Mrs. Wu as we're on the ground floor. I'm going to be doing two podcasts while I'm up in Northern California, um, just to update you all on the spiritual happenings of the time. Uh, this full moon is going to be ridiculous. I hope that each and every one of you uh, gets to meditating and puts out your intention, writes down your intention, because you write it down, it happens even faster. I would implore you all to uh, be your best self and, and to really focus on what you want in these next, between this full moon and the next full moon. I know you're like, well, Josh, why? Because, you guys, I study the weird shit, so you don't have to know the weird shit. It's just going to be a big portal opening, so I implore you to do so, okay? All right, let's see here. Let's get to the seven rays, the seven rays of God. Right, and the first ray is will or government, and uh, you might have remembered from my last podcast or a couple back. I'm talking about Death Eaters that witches and wizards run everything. If you're wondering, like, why is the world so effed up? Why are there so many wars? Why are they taking my billions of dollars and giving them to a country instead of my country? Why are they stealing my money? Why are the prices every of everything going up? That's because the Death Eaters are losing their ground. They're losing their how should we say, uh, their joie de vivre, their absolute stranglehold on our consciousness or our freedom. 
whether you're in Canada and as Justin Trudeau uh, trying to say that he wasn't, he didn't force people to get the jab. Oops. Good luck to him. To, um, I don't know. There's just so many, so many things popping off right now. It's hard to keep track of them and all. Got a brain dead presidential leader right now who's going to, God, I hope he runs for president again because it would be so hilarious. So hilarious to watch him uh, debate people with fully functioning brains. That will be great. Uh, but yeah, I just want to remind you that this whole world is alchemically run by people. Even when they're making decisions, you ever wonder why, like, why'd they choose that date uh, to do that thing? It's because it, it has astro astrological significance, right? They got weirdos in deep basements in the bottom of the Pentagon making up decisions like, no, no, you need to do this bullshit like initiative at this exact date because then are the moons and Taurus and blah, 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 and this other shit. So they're, they're pretty weak. They're all pretty weak magicians. But the rest of you are waking up, so that is a problem for them. It's breaking the spell, you guys. Keep evolving. Keep learning techniques and getting out of the, the purview of mind dominance. All this is based on hypnotism. Advertising is hypnotism. TikTok is hypnotism. Social media is hypnotism. It's to give you impressions of imperfection and that things are generally going wrong. And then you'll start manifesting that in your own individual lives. It works on a collective level and a, and a minimal level. Everything is mind, basically, or Holy Spirit. Everything is the Shekinah. Everything is Shiva. But your mind is what selects and chooses these things. So you're the one who they, they need to constantly bombard with information that's either negative, untrue, imperfect, right? So put your nose into a spiritual book. Go out and meditate and unplug from everything. And you're going you're gonna to dominate on this ray. We're going to take over. We're going to have enlightened leaders that are going to run on and actually, you know, do our will, our governmental will on our behalf. It's going to be a beautiful day. Let's see the second ray, love, wisdom. You know, the wisdom that I received this week is, and I, I keep getting this because people will come to my office and they'll get um, a matrix energetics treatment and they'll be like, oh my God, this is amazing. When can I learn this? And I keep telling them, you know, even with the show was like a under biting kind of attempt at getting Dr. Bartlett, you know, creating a demand for him to be public again and to um, try to, what do I say? Um, like want to be on stage again, be like do the seminar and teach people how to do this shit. And uh, he's just a curmudgeon, dude. He's a, he's a retired and slightly selfish curmudgeon who would rather make his money online. And I can't tell people anymore to, um, to give them hope of learning this thing. I'm just going to go down as like super wizardy and no one's going to learn this because it's like teaching an obscure language. He's the only one that can teach it. He's the only one legally allowed to teach it. And I, I got to say, I don't think he's going to ever again. He said it was going to be his last seminar, and I guess he means it. So I either have to wait for him to die and do it, and it still wouldn't be nearly the same as him teaching it because the dude is just, he's that guy. He's, you know, you can't replace Prince. <laughs> he's Prince, man. You can impersonate Prince. You can karaoke, but you can't be him. So I might just have to be the only crazily powerful one aside from the other Matrix practitioners I know. Uh, that know this stuff, but it might be it might be done. So I'm gonna stop trying to push for that. I'm gonna stop trying to push for his product services and and whatever because it's just a crime that you can't go up to Seattle and learn this art. And I don't think he's ever gonna teach it anymore. So I'm gonna stop giving you all false hope about that. If you want a matrix energetic session from me and you're in San Diego, come look me up. 
either Joshua Romay or loveenergetics.com. If you get a, a website that goes up to Canada, that's not me. That's a bunch of schmucks in uh, Quebec that do a technique called Love Energetics. My company is called Love Energetics with one E in the middle. And um, you'll find me, it'll say Joshua Ramey under it. You're saying it'll blow your mind. It is so crazily powerful. And um, I had a client recently, and he said, oh man, when is he going to teach this? And I was like, you know what? I'm just giving up. I'm, I'm surrendering. He's not going to do it. And I'm tired of trying to give people the hope that he will. I'm just going to be crazily powerful and people are just going to have to deal with that. You know, there's other things you can learn that can make you powerful. Other things. And um, I think you can, you can, you can cultivate. There's hundreds of energy modalities. This one is the one that I just happened to stumble on that's ridiculously powerful. And uh, if you want that treatment, you can either come in person or you can, in the comfort of your own home, give me a call over FaceTime or even just a voice call and you'll, you'll feel that waving sensation in your own living room and you'll be able to transform same as if you were right here in front of me. So that was my wisdom for the week is sometimes your wisdom is just surrender, dude. Let it go. I'm letting it go. <laughs> Dr. Bartlett, you're off the hook, man. Retire in peace. Enjoy being Ron Swanson. You're the fucking goat. You train thousands of, of insane wizards. And that's that. You're going to have to learn some other type of wizardry gang. Sorry about that. But that's my letting it go moment. Ray three, which is love and activity, love and action. Pleasantness. I've been really focusing on pleasantness as a default. It's, it's just such a cheat code, you know, whether you're just doing a mantra of love inside of your head or you, uh, how do I put this? I, I got this idea from Sadhguru because he's always, there's always like positive and negative and good and evil. And, uh, you know, there's, there's all these dualities, right? But you know, when something is pleasant or unpleasant, and that could be pleasant or unpleasant sensations in the body. Pleasant or unpleasant emotions, pleasant or unpleasant thoughts, um, pleasant or unpleasant uh, spiritual um, energies, right? Because you can be under attack. So if you just focus on that one aspect, is this pleasant? That is an ultimate cheat code. You guys, it's super easy to know is do I feel pleasant right now? Because you can't lie to yourself. You'll be like, mm, I'm kind of making that mm, face. That means unpleasant. You don't have to box it up with good and bad uh you know, positive, negative, all these dualities, right? Just be like, is it pleasant or not? Super easy, right? And it's it's made a huge difference, you know, like a lot of things have rolled off my back in this last week, and it is super pleasant. <laughs> it's It's been wonderful. It's been wonderful. Maybe it's just because I'm looking forward to a vacation and getting out of town, but it, uh, that is an easy way to, to manage your energies. As you can be like, do I feel pleasant right now? Sometimes it feels like neither, but then that's an opportunity to choose something pleasant. So give that a try. You're going to love that. Let me see. We're on the fourth ray. Ah, yes. Fourth ray, which is purity or art or beauty, the fourth aspect of God. So I would invite you now because spring is just about over. and We're starting to kiss the beginnings of summer. Um, do something that will purify you in some way, whether it's cleaning your house I particularly do um, these exercises called the Tibetan Five Rites uh, that only take like 20 minutes or 12 to 20 minutes because we don't always have like two hours to do yoga, which I would recommend you also do. A nice relaxing Hatha yoga, nothing sweaty, nothing um, Bikram, you know, so you don't have to molest anybody. <laughs> and uh, 
do something that can make you sweat or that will clean you. Go through your closet, throw out a bunch of old shit. A lot of this is going to help you purify and um, and beautify your your um, your life because you if you move around your environment, you're moving around your own energies, right? I particularly do the five rights. The way I got that, I did a video on YouTube. If you go to my YouTube channel, Love Energetics, uh, I do like the five uh, a version of the five rights. I'm in Maui doing it. It was phenomenal. But you could do them along with me on your phone. And um, I also did three healing videos on that same channel. Um, and it's for free. I downloaded like 20 million views in advance of healing. So if you can't afford me, <clears throat> you can go on my YouTube channel, loveenergetics.com, or even type up like Joshua Romain, you'll find it. And I have three healing videos down there. It'll just say Reiki Master Free Healing. And there's videos one, two, and three. They're each 10 minutes. You can just honestly put them on your TV or your phone and and you will feel energies coming right through there. And that'll be the session for you. But it will... It'll help you. It'll help you. Um, it'll help you uh, get a leg up. It can help you purify if you're sick. It'll help you because uh, each of these um, viewings, I set it up uh, magically so that every single time that you view it, a different package of energy comes out through there. So if if you watched it the day before, different energies will will happen the next time you view it. Pretty cool, right? So you set up the physics in advance, and it does what you want. It's fantastic. So do one of those things. The Five Rights, uh, the, the book that I got that from was from Peter Kelder, K-E-L-D-E-R. Make sure you get the right book. It's really thin. And it's the original one. Don't get the, you know, book two. Make sure that because you can get tricked on Amazon. They look pretty similar covers. But on uh, book one, if you look in there, it gives you a perfect explanation about the balancing of your chakras and accelerating them to the same velocity is when you're a 25 year old if you're well over 25 if you're under 25 you're good to go still do some yoga you know stretch purify expand okay but the five rides are wonderful and uh, they'll get you sweating they'll do there's like usually a week or two weeks of detoxing once you really do them regularly and i'd recommend you do them regularly and uh, after that it's like it balances all the chakras so your body thinks that it's 25 years old and this is why monks can reverse the aging process in a few sects hypothetically in the Himalayas and uh, it is it's just it's just wonderful like my wife does them consistently every day has done that like every day for years and I've done them inconsistently as a as kind of an experiment and I am not in the exact same shit that she's in I got a little dough I'd like to turn into bread in my body you know but she is just tight man like it's like her belly is like no fat on it it's you know, and that wasn't how it was when I met her, but it's like turned her into like a gave her a yoga instructor body, you know, and I'm close behind. I'm going to be swimming a bunch in this next coming year. Try to turn this temple into a Ferrari because why the fuck not? I mean, we're, we're in it. We're on earth. Why, why fuck around? You know, why not look as good as you can feel as good as you can. And that's, that's what you should go for. Ray five, which could be either science like, or um, abundance, money, the ray is green. So I'd recommend that you get your law of attraction and your, your money together. You know, start managing your money. If you haven't already begun to do so, it's kind of part of the spiritual path to also be good with money. I've been choppy. You know, I, I took the seminar at uh, secrets of the millionaire mind by T Harv Eker, uh, which is an incredible book. I'd recommend all of you get it. It uh, basically elucidates the differences between how rich people think 
about wealth or money, the energy of money, and how middle class and poor people think about it. And they are very divided. <laughs> I think there's like at least 18 differences or 24 differences that T.R. Becker elucidates that also could be, I mean, they're kind of insulting, but they're also extremely true. Once you read it, you're like, oh shit. So it combines the law of attraction stuff that you've learned with The Secret or other books with specifically money. So it's not like rich people are smarter than you. In many cases, they're not. George Bush is a great example. Um, God bless him, you know, easy, you know, whatever it is. But they give rich people and Illuminati people, the Dark Brotherhood, gives their children instruction in this first. They go, your mind creates your money. So you have to love money. A lot of them worship it, unfortunately. But there is a way they look at the energy of money that's very objective and different than the way you and I probably would. Unless you're kicking ass and you got 10 mil in the bank, of course. I'm not talking to you. But there are books that, that elucidate this. Another one is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Another book you could get, um, let me see, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles, which is what The Secret, the book and the movie The Secret, was based off of. Wallace Waddles was a great law of attraction teacher in like the 20s and 30s. And he gives lots of insights into... Um, how to attract money. The gratitude is the most important chapter, right? So that's what I was talking about last week. Be grateful because that's like one of the most key elements. Um, even if rich people and evil people aren't grateful for their kids or their wife or their health or whatever, they're grateful as shit for money. So they get more of it. God's that objective. God's laws are that objective, right? So check out any one of those three books. I really liked Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. I took the seminar. It was really intense. And it was one of the best seminars I ever went to. I don't even know if they're teaching them anymore post-COVID, but that was worthwhile. So get your money right and, uh, and organize your money, right? Let's see here. Ray 6, which is the ray of devotion and priesthood. Meditate three times a day. I've started meditating three times a day. Once when I wake up, once in the middle of the day, and once at night. And you don't have to do it a long time. Just 15 minutes. Close your eyes, pay attention to your breath, pay attention to your heart, and just put your attention there. You don't have to do anything. Just get out of your head, or if you're in your head, point that attention at your heart or your breathing process. And just feel it. It'll deactivate, it'll calm down, you'll start switching into different moduses of mentality. And all of these things will improve your life because you'll start to go back and forth between your intellect, which is more laser focused and kind of separates concepts to abstract thinking and thinking with your heart. You have to put your attention on your heart to think with your heart. And that was one of the great revelations I received when I woke up was as a man thinketh or a woman thinketh in their heart, so it shall be. And you can't think with your heart not paying attention to it or not learning to put your focus and concentration on it. So it's a great way to learn concentration too. Marvelous. Simply marvelous, darling. We see Ray 7. Ah, magic, alchemy, transmutation. That's why we're here, of course, because all of you are Violet Ray people. I would like to tell you about the Violet Ray. Um, of the seven rays of God, and I was telling a client this just yesterday, if you imagine almost like a beam of light going up and around you, like a ray of energy, like you're being beamed up into the enterprise, but instead of like white, like a white ray, which I would also recommend that you put that around you for protection. 
But within that ray, if you'll imagine violet light, or in your mind you just go, I call upon the violet ray. That's an aspect of God that very powerfully destroys all discord and evil. It consumes it. It's a ray of divine love whose specific purpose is to chew on and consume negativity of every kind. This is the most important thing I'm saying in the entire podcast, I guarantee you. Because if you give this a try and, you know, just anytime you're feeling funky, go, I call upon the violet ray. Or you could say the violet flame, both things. God's a living flame. Either one will, it's like putting a recycling bin up and through you. It'll suck out or destroy all negative energy. If people are throwing shade at you, if you're feeling cursed, if you're feeling low, the violet ray is an all-purpose ray of the divinity that can dissolve that and make it squeaky clean. So what you want to do is imagine, I don't know, a column that's about mm, six to eight feet in diameter around you, right? So it'd create like a circle around you. But up, up through that circle or down, you can imagine it coming down through you or you can imagine it coming up and through the earth. Either way it works. See, I call upon the violet ray and you imagine that purple energy. Purple rain, purple rain. Coming down through you, right? Coming down through you. Yeah, Prince knew. Prince is a total wizard. Rest in peace, buddy. You ascended master you. And you just imagine that purple coming down through you. That strong violet ray. And it will start to tingle and disintegrate all that is not in alignment with divine love. Super powerful technique, even though it's so simple. You could teach it to a child. You can imagine a whole room filled with it. You know, you feel funky energy in the boardroom or in your family's house. or you, And you can even send it to people to help them. You know, like, oh, Violet Ray to, to Jim, you know, <laughs> or to Brenda or whomever. And you can imagine that Violet Ray surrounding them and it will be affecting them. It's a, the specific aspect of divine love that dissolves evil and discord. I mean, this is that era to use this as often as possible. I use it all the time. I have a picture of it in my office of the violet ray exploding up like a flower. And it's, you know, evil stays the hell away from me if it wants to exist. It runs because it has no opposition to it. There's nothing it can do in the face of that. So I had an amazing week also, by the way. This is the other reason I had an amazing week. And this leads into my wizard of the week is I got to take one of my students up to that next level. Like he wanted to be a Reiki master and I have other inner processes that go well beyond that, that have only attuned maybe my wife and Leslie Abbott and just a few others, but they've been misusing the energy. So they got it snatched up, but this man was willing to serve the light and serve earth with all of his heart. And he's an absolutely pure and crystalline being. And I couldn't be happier for him. The uh, Wizard of the Week this week is Jason Beskin. He's been my guest several times on here. He was, he was a, a sport enough to come on the program and talk about the, uh, the Illuminati and the, uh, the dark, the sinister force and those who represent them. And he was, I talked over him a bunch. So he's just such a polite guy. Uh, but I did have a lot to get out and a lot to say. But my apologies, Jason, if you're listening. And my congratulations, because you're the wizard of the week, man. Uh, we did a Reiki master class at, at Balboa Park out here. That's If you're ever interested in learning Reiki, or for me especially, uh, 
it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I do like an intensive class. It doesn't really take a lot of time. A lot of Reiki teachers take like three fucking days uh, to do classes, and there's a lot of practicing. I'm one of those teachers where I'm only interested in students that are down, that they are not going to waste time. They're going to be almost obsessed with energy work like I was. You know, you want to teach the people that you were like, and I was obsessed with learning and getting as good at it as possible as quickly as possible. And honestly, I didn't, I didn't care about all the intellectuals. I, uh, Dr. Usui did this, and this is who, you know, like, he, then, like talking about these intellectual processes that you can just read on your own time. Three hours, nothing but intention and intensity, a lot, of, a lot of spiritual expansion in a very short amount of time, and the means to do so. And I trust that he's going to just fly and do it. And he's, he's been texting me and, and on Instagram, and he's just been going bananas with it. He just nonstop, I'm doing Reiki. I said, hell yes, that's exactly how you do it. And then, as a treat, I tuned him to the, the most powerful system that I know that shall remain unnamed because he is that down. And that is what it's all about for those who are committed to God, committed to the path, committed to spiritual reality and a life. That's who I teach. I've turned down a lot of people to teach Reiki classes because I thought it was just like, nah, it's a nonchalant thing or I'm only interested in making money. I'm like a, I'm like a, I'm like a chef teacher at Cordon Bleu. If you're not obsessed with food, fuck off, dude. And I'll expose you and I'll get rid of you. Because I only want real chefs. I want people that are like, I want to be the best. I want to be the most powerful chef I can be. I want to cook. And I ain't interested in teaching uh, molecular gastronomy or like the history of, of cooking. I could care less about all that. I could care less about the what had happened. You know, you need to know that stuff from when you teach huge classes and you need bunches of tables and students are like, oh, do I do it this way? Dude, I want people flying already and just like, how do I draw the symbol? How do I, I need to get this. How else can I use this? Like, when can I get started? When can I, that is the energy I'm looking for in students. So if that sounds like you and you're not going to be like a waste of time, I'd love to be a Reiki teacher. Um, if it's really just a casual thing for you and you could care less, it depends. It depends on like what you want to use it for. I'd be happy to teach you, but it has to come with like an extreme amount of like reverence and interest, right? Otherwise, don't waste my time. Or my life is way too short for that kind of thing. So anyway, I just wanted to give Jason Beskin his props and uh, thank you, brother, for um, even all the attention, all the people you put on, put me onto on Instagram. Thank you, man. Because I am terrible at social media, you guys. <laughs> I've been focusing on like spirituality for too long, and it's been um, you know difficult to manage that and try to be efficient in the material plane. You know, so I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning, getting better at it. But you know, it, it takes time. It takes time to get really good at it. Uh, so, Jason Beskin, I'm proud of you. I love you, brother. So proud of We got like three more awesome classes to go. And I hope you're ready to fly because you're going to fly and you are a rocket ship, brother. Let's do it. Um, let me see. Death Eater of the Week. Oh, yeah. Here we go. My boy Tucky Carlson, the guy I keep praising. They just removed his ass from Fox News because they, the excuse they gave was the January 6th. He was getting too lippy about the January 6th thing, about it, you know. Dominion rigging the election and then January 6th being kind of a FBI, which it was, FBI, um, you know, psyops kind of thing. 
you know, they already found that there was already dozens of FBI agents amongst the January 6th protesters and Ray Epps was coordinating it, you know, bragged about it on his social media feed for some reason. He's like the dumbest FBI agent of all time. But um, the real reason that Rupert and Lachlan Murdoch, the owners of Fox News, Rupert Murdoch, you probably heard of him, but his piece of shit son, Lachlan, uh, fired him because he was beginning to reveal that the mainstream media colluded with the pharmaceutical industry because, you know, they're like 70% of their ad revenue is from pharmaceutical company. But that they, that Fox and CNN and MSNBC was pushing the vaccine, which is being coming known to finally, finally people are realizing it's dangerous and harmful to the human system and that they colluded propagandically because you know, yada, yada, yada. They got tens of millions of dollars to push it. And their main investor is, of course, BlackRock, which is the permanent death eater of the week. They're, <laughs> they're crumbling. They're going to lose like 13 trillion. They got $13 trillion, you guys. Like that, that company rules the fucking planet. And uh, their empire is finally starting to crash. They're the ones that came up with that um, environmental uh, government score. Like if your company... Um, it's trying to be like, it gets an environmental score, like to see it. It's basically like a social credit score for uh, corporations. But they would just basically get bribed by companies and then they give them like a great score. Like Exxon Valdez, after the after a spill, after a massive spill, like millions of gallons in there, they got a glowing, a glowing, <laughs> a glowing environmental score. So um, yeah, Rupert and Lachlan Murdoch, Death Eaters of the Week for firing Tucker Carlson for basically... Um, elucidating the fact that mainstream media colluded to um, to force any the people you love, the people you love to get into a gene therapy experiment, and now people are dropping like flies. So yeah, those guys are are toast. They're crap. Whatever. Who cares about the Death Eaters, right? They're losing their grip. Every everything I see is uh, their empires are falling right now, which is why they're trying to grab as much authority empower you. I probably heard about the TikTok bill from Joe Rogan's podcast. I heard about it like two weeks before it broke because I got them sources. And uh, that the bill had passed that the Congress would have the power to send you to prison for using a VPN. Like they hit it. They hit it inside of this thing to basically outlaw TikTok, but deep down in the script, and you could look this up on Joe Rogan's podcast, that they're basically can make it a federal crime to use a VPN because that's how bad they want to track you like cattle. That's how bad they want to control every facet of your life. But we're not going to let them because we're more powerful than their bitch ass. We're way more powerful, more beautiful. And just by being us, we're collapsing their system. By not participating on social media, by not caring about it, by not buying what they tell us to buy, we're not going to eat bugs we're still going to use gas stoves and they can go fuck themselves in a big way, in a big way. We don't give a shit. We're going to send divine light and love in them and the violet flame, send the violet flame to the white house, send it to the Congress, send it to the, uh, the Supreme court and all of these other evil pieces of shit that are pretending to serve us. And we're going to make them serve us or we're going to serve them up. And that's about to come next. You're going to see in the next two years, world leaders are going to get served 
up. They're going to get the gallows. They're going to get the guillotine. They're going to get the shackles. I'm going to get rid of their punk asses. I don't want them murdered. But they're probably going to be. Because a lot of people are less forgiving than me. I'm fine with them spending um, the rest of their lives in prison. Just apologizing to their victims. But I'm not going to hold my breath on that. There's too many awesome things to look forward to. Fuck them, right? Fuck them. They got no power. Zero power. You have power. Your mind creates your reality. I'll focus on those dumb asses so you don't have to. Right? We can just send energy at them. The violet flame. God's. God's wrath at them. And it's coming. I've already seen him. Mitch McConnell dropped like a bag of rocks, didn't he? He's gone. Oops. Yeah. Yeah, that's called karma. It's happening. So anyway, you don't have to have that fate because you are what? A son or daughter of God. And what are them? Liar! Liar! You're damn right. They're just a bunch of... That's right. That's right. <laughs> God, I love that movie. Also coming up, so we got these two podcasts um, up at Mount Shasta. My sweet, adorable, wonderful wife is going to be my guest because uh, we're just going to give you the, the feedback on what's going on in that lovely place as we're beaming that energy across the entire planet. And uh, hopefully I can get my brother on here pretty soon, too. He's got a bunch of stuff cooked up, and he's, he's expanding as a photographer and a metaphysician himself. Love the guy. And uh, we're going to be talking mad movies when we get a chance. So um, if you get a chance, go see The Princess Bride. It's pleasant as hell. It's wonderful. I love you. I love it. And I will talk to you next week. <laughs> be awesome. Ciao, Bella. Peace and aloha.